The Accounting Influencers Podcast. Cutting through the crap to bring you the very best interviews, insights and wisdom. From the planet's most influential people in the accounting and fintech world. The Accounting Influencers Podcast. And a big shout out to one of our special podcast partners, Dex.com. They wear receipt bank. They've been through a great rebound. There's a lot of great stuff going on there, Martin, isn't there, at Dex? You know what, Rob? I always speak to accounting firms about having a strong, uh, clearly articulated value proposition really early on in their messaging. You know, as soon as you see that firm, it tells you something. When I go to Dex.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, it says right in front of me, we make accountants and bookkeepers and the businesses you advise more productive, profitable and powerful with better data and insights. Those three alliterative P's there, productive, profitable, and powerful. What a great, clear value proposition. So, as accounting practitioners listening to this, if you're looking to make your firm more productive, profitable, and powerful, not just for you, but for the businesses you advise, go to dext.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, and start a free trial or book a demo. Love that. Dex gives you more time and better data to advise on your clients' businesses. So your accountants get over to Dex.com. Thank you. Welcome to Here's What Works here with the Accounting Influencers Podcast. I'm Rob Brown, and we're talking today about employer branding. It is a theme this week. I'm speaking more and more about it to accounting audiences networks, associations, alliances, and accounting firms. We've talked before on this show, Martin Bissett and I, about the war for talent and the great resignation and burnout. And I want to share with you a few statistics today from a presentation that I did for a global alliance just recently and share with you one thing that really, really works for employer branding. There are many things that work, uh, but this is just one of them I want to focus on today, which is the employee brand website. So a little bit of context. We know if the past two years as told as anything that the future of work and employment, it's impossible to predict. The hybrid working, talent shortages, diversity, equity, inclusion, environmental, social governance, the, the way we think about relate to and deliver work, we know that's changed. The pandemic has also reminded us that life is short. And uh, last year and the year before, people around the world found the courage to ditch any unfulfilling roles, any that didn't meet their values, expectations in this great resignation. And we got increased attrition, talent drain, people loss across the accounting profession and pretty much all other sections, sectors, which raises people costs for all, all kinds of companies and firms. Two thirds of UK workers, and I have no reason to think this is the different anywhere else. Two thirds of UK workers would leave their current employee employer within six months if they were unhappy. And so it's critical to recognize the importance of people as a resource and prioritize work environment and employer brand because those firms that cling to out-of-date practices, they risk losing their best talent. I saw some research that says 60% of accounting firms expect a skills and capacity shortage in coming years. And the pandemic's heightened demand for personal professional development in firms who want to remain competitive. The World Economic Forum predicts that Half of employees will require retraining, reskilling in 2025. We know that fewer people want to become accountants, fewer qualified accountants are entering the labor market and entry level positions are often the hardest to fill. So what have we got? We've got a fight over a dwindling, decreasing, declining talent pool in most countries in the accounting profession. So what do we do about it? Well, 
there are three brands to consider here. There's the personal brand. That's you accountants listening. Your personal brand speaks to you as an individual, why you, why, how you, why engage you, why promote you. We've got a corporate brand. And this is where websites come into play because accounting firm websites are often conflicted. They confuse Google because they're trying to do two things. The corporate brand is trying to attract new clients and win more business. So the corporate brand speaks to vision, values of the firm, what you do, who you are, how you work, the questions that you ask clients, your service lines, your sectors, niches of expertise, your expert status, why you're the advisors of choice. And there you'll speak about your target clients, the problems they have, any client case studies, testimonials. You might speak about your regional or international experience, any awards, credentials, the tech you use, how you help those clients beyond compliance, your technical expertise, your commercial acumen. And that site's all about lead gen, content, thought leadership. It's plugged into your marketing efforts. And then that leads onto your funnel, doesn't it? Your pipeline of following leads up, first meeting, closing, converting. But also your website has a B2C element, business to consumer, because your employer brand is the third brand and that speaks to talent, doesn't it? The purpose of your site in that respect becomes attracting talent and recruiting talent. So talent is less concerned about your niches and areas of expertise and your client case studies and your vision so much as why it's great to work for you. So yeah, a little bit about your vision and your values, but they don't care about, care about your client-centric approach. They care about why you're a great place to work. And this is why Google gets confused by your website because it's trying to attract two different audiences. Your clients want to know what you do and how you work, but your talent want to know less about what you do because you're an accounting firm, but they want to know about your journey, why you exist, where you're heading, what projects you're working on. Uh, who you are, how you work, why people work for you, what makes people stay, why they should come to you and have a conversation with you. They want to know what they get, why it's a fun place to work though. Your clients don't care about this, but your talent, your potential employees do. And you're also pushing here your current vacancies, your gaps, and how you appeal to school leavers and grads and those senior or lateral hires that are looking for later life career switches. So your employer brand tells a different story to your corporate brand. Your employer brand speaks to your working environment, proof that you support your staff, examples of career progression, people development, how you feel about DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, what are your policies there, ESG, environmental social governance, CSR, corporate social responsibility, what contributions are you making to society and your communities around you? Your awards, your accreditations, your benefits, the perks, the well-being, the work-life balance, the mental health. Your, your offices, where are you? We talked about the news earlier this week on, does it matter what city you're based in? Do you have to counterplay that or do you include that in your employee value proposition? What are your company financials, facts and figures? What are your demographics? How many women do you employ? How many women are partners? What about blacks and Asians and, and ethnic minorities and even the LGBTQ stuff? What's going on with you behind the scenes? Uh, what are the FAQs there? How do people contact you and have a chat with you? Not about hiring you as an accounting firm, but about coming to work for you. Are you open to a conversation, even though there might not be a vacancy with my area of expertise? So all of this speaks to employer brand. It's giving people a reason to 
come and talk to you about working there. We know that many accounting firms have fallen short in the pandemic of looking after not just their own clients, but their own staff. Attrition is at an all-time high. Employee churn. People are getting disillusioned with the workplace. If you're not offering flexible working now, then you're not an employer of choice. And it's a candidate-driven market. That means candidates have more of a say in the working environment than the clients do. It used to be, we're a good firm. We've got a good brand. Come and work for us. If not, bye-bye. We've got plenty of people knocking on our door, wanting to come and work for us. But that's not the case these days. People are not just leaving one accounting firm to go to another. They are leaving the accounting profession to go into industry or to go into something totally different, starting their own firm, starting their own business that's nothing to do with accounting. This is the great resignation. People are very critical now on examining their lives, recalibrating their priorities and saying, what am I really about here? And do I want to be chained to a desk for 10 to 15 years in the hope of making partner? Do I want to do boring, mundane work? Do I want to work from home exclusively or be made to commute to an office exclusively? How are employers looking after my mental well-being and supporting me in my career journey? Yes, I want support and suggestions, but I also want to have my hands on the steering wheel of my own career and some autonomy in that. So good jobs now in accounting should be talking about flexibility, autonomy, choice, meaning, purpose, team, environment, culture, all of these things come into play, which brings us back to what works with employer brand and attracting people to your firm. Now, there's, like I said, lots of things I could talk about with your recruitment process and your rewarding your people and employee well-being and developing your existing talent and retention and employee advocacy and all of, all of these things. But let's talk for a moment about the employer brand site, the website. Do you set up a separate site? Do you have a different part of your site for vacancies? We know first impressions matter. And if people drop on your site and see that your site says the same as everyone else, it makes the same promises, it talks all about clients and not necessarily about employer brand. You might have a little bit about your vacancies and contact us if you want to work here. But we know that first impressions matter. Uh, you heard a, a, an interview yesterday, if you listened to the show with Louise Wilson on first impressions, that live chat, that first phone call, the importance of the frontline staff. And it takes seconds for people to decide whether they like your website, whether they like your firm on the, on the phone if they'll stay, if they'll come and work for you. The talent pool is judging you all the time. And in another episode, maybe next week, I'll, I'll dip into this a little bit more and talk about some statistics around your website, how important it is that you get it right with your employer brand, how important it is that you make it mobile friendly, particularly when appealing to the younger generation. But for now, think about separating your employer brand site from your corporate brand website and what you would need to do there. I'm, I'm doing work with accounting networks, associations, alliances, and accounting firms to create interviews for them. With the, I do all of the interviews for the Accounting Influencers podcast, and, and I love that. But interviewing people that work for your firm and saying, why is it a great place to work there? It says you're employee-friendly on your website. It says you've got a zero-overtime policy. It says you have a mental health and mental well-being first aider. But how does that really play out? What is your culture like to work there on the ground? So I interview people that work inside a firm the people that have just joined there, what's their onboarding experience like? 
people that have been there 10 years or are they in senior partnership positions? Why have they stayed there? Why have they resisted the lure to go and work somewhere else? These stories play out moderately if you put them in a, a text or a blog or an article or a social media post, but interviewing your people with an impartial, objective voice, asking the tough questions and creating video content for you to then put on your employer brand website, that's a whole different ballgame. And that's something you should look at. And I'm happy to help you with that. But for now, here's what works in employer branding. Don't confuse your messaging. Don't give people a reason to switch off your website if they are not a potential client or an existing client. Treat your candidates and potential talent like you're treating your clients and have an employer brand website that lures them in and gives proof of your credentials as an employer of choice and as a strong value proposition for employees. That's what works. There are a million different ways to do that, but it starts with a prioritizing employer brand, not over and above corporate brand, we need both, but giving it equal kudos, cachet, status, so that you will attract the right people amidst the great resignation and amidst the war for talent. That is what works. Now go and spread the word. <laughs>